two o'clock in the morning. I, I woke my brother up and I go, we got to go to the hospital. I said, I, I think I'm going to die. Ran me over to the closest hospital. I went inside and by the time he was, he had, he dropped me off to go um, park the car. And he said, it was like a scene out of a movie. He said, all of these people were like running down to the end of this hallway that was illuminated. And he saw this girl get on top of me and she was like pumping, pumping, pumping away. And he saw the things go and then gone three minutes hey it's emily here you know that uniqueness you have i call it the it factor We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Factor show. Today, I am joined by a gorgeous woman on the outside, but even more gorgeous on the inside. She has had quite the career as an actress. What I love about her and even just my few moments with her is, yeah, she's an actress. Yeah, she is filming and and doing so many epic red carpets and all these things, but her heart is for people and she really wants to have a profound impact on the hearts of others. And I will tell you that a few years ago, she died. She died for three minutes. And we're going to dive into that here today and how that has shifted her and her life but I just want to welcome you, Danielle Vasanova, to the It Factor show, and thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. Girl, how Girl. are you? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's a good day. Today is a good day. It's a good day in L.A., right? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, I've heard so much about you. Well, hopefully good things. All good things. <laughs> no, you're amazing. Ugh. You're amazing. So tell me... You've been an actress for how long? I started when I was a kid. I, st- I was just a farm girl. I grew up riding horses. I, and I, I was on a farm. And, uh, and uh, when I was 13, I had become, I was a reluctant cheerleader, let's say. And um, I was always painfully, painfully shy. And uh, somebody, another girl, she kind of dragged me to auditions. And I ended up getting on the squad and cut to we had a... Um, a competition at a local mall and a scout from New York came up to me and so she wanted me to come down there I asked my mom if we could go to New York and and we did and I ended up getting signed and then I started in the print editorial world and kind of one thing led to the next to the next and uh, then I became a Patriots cheerleader and then a couple of my friends were going out to LA well California they were going actually up to um Santa Barbara. And I didn't realize that Santa Barbara and LA are like very different Uh, worlds, right? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, my mom worked for American Airlines and uh, she's like, oh, these two, you know, two good looking people came up to the ticket counter. She was at the ticket counter that day. 
And they were going out to LA and she's like, my daughter just left for LA. And so the woman asked what for? And so she told her and she's like, all right, well here, give her my card. Uh, I cast for Young and the Restless. And so I called her and I was in Santa Barbara and she's like, all right, well call me when you get to LA. I'm like, the next day I'm like, pew. I called the one person that I knew in LA and I crashed on her blow up mattress. And I called the casting director back. She's like, all right, come in tomorrow. And I did, and we talked for like two hours. And she gave me a set of sides, and I read them. And uh, she gave me an adjustment, and I did it again. And then she goes, all right, you want the part? <gasps> I'm like, um, yeah. <laughs> Twist my arm, right? And so she's like, all right, go to wardrobe. You work, be here at Monday at 6 a.m. at Back to CBS. So I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty amazing. You know, little did I know that most jobs don't happen that way, right? Oh, my gosh. And that was the beginning. That was really the beginning for me. Wow. So yeah. you just roll up in L.A. Yeah. Get discovered, basically. So what, how long were you on the show? No, I just did a couple episodes. Yeah. And then reality sunk in. And then I had to get an agent. And then I had to get a manager. And I realized all jobs weren't that easy to get, you know? Uh-huh. And so then it was, you know, I got kind of smacked with reality. Yeah. So yeah. What, what did that look like? It was hard, yeah. you know? I mean, it's still hard. It's yeah. still a roller coaster ride and a lot of ups and a lot of downs and a lot of mm. ins and outs. And, and it's, it's, a, it's like a buck and bronco. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then so now we're dealing with a strike. Has that impacted you? Well, then we had COVID and then we yeah. had the strike now. And you just realize, you know, the fragility of the industry. Right. And it's like, OK, yes, I love to do this, but this there's more to life. Mm. Right. There's more. Like there. what? Like what? I mean, I think that I love to do that and I love to create and I love to be around creators. Um, and I think it's an, a tremendous platform. But I think that, you know, ultimately, I'm just a farm girl, you know, trying mm -hmm. to learn these big city ways. And, mm -hmm. and, and if I, you know, have, have come a certain amount of distance in my life, I'd hope to be some what of an inspiration to others, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you are, you definitely are. You're, you know, you're in the pursuit of your dreams. And when, when we were off camera, you know, it's like, we're all kind of laughing because we, we've never, when none of us, we all have bigger goals and we're not, we feel like we're not even like, we're, we're so far away. Right. Yeah. But that's why God made you so unique. And, and, and I want to breathe into your courage right now because you have so much courage mm -hmm. and it's in the pursuit and you're pursuing it. And most people will never dare to try. Mm -mm. And you've been daring your whole life to try. Mm -hmm. Wow. Let that minister to your heart right now, because it that's, to me, that is... You're going to make me cry. <laughs> it's so inspirational, truly. You know? And so with what maybe comes natural to you is just to be a woman who doesn't give up, you know? No. <laughs> Girl, I love tears. You, I love, It's so beautiful. <laughs> It comes natural for you. I think you're gritty. You're my farm girl. It's gritty. 
Yeah, I'm like a tomboy. Yeah. Tomboy, girly girl. Right? But what would you say, you know, how, how did, where did that come from of like just the get up and go, keep trying, failing, getting it back up, reject, yeah. getting rejected? <laughs> you know, my dad got me my um, first pony when I was three. And uh, I think that, you know, I would always, they call me lead butt, right? I would take her down to the end of the field and spin her around and, you know, use my crop or whatever. And, yeah. Um, run her down to the end. And sometimes I would stay on and sometimes I would fall off, you know? But I think it's the old adage of just you fall down, you get back up. Mm-hmm. You keep, you get the wind knocked out of you, you keep going. Yep. Yeah. No. It, it, yeah. You just, it's like you fall on your butt, but it's like you have, you just bounce back up. Like that, <laughs> that's just really how I see it. Yeah. And, and, you know, even though we're in different careers, right? Like I'm a speaker, I've been in sales, you're an actress. It's like, it's the same thing though, where we go for, uh, there's actually a book called go for no. And like, that's like, we're go for no. Yeah. And it's like, not like we want to know, but right. like, but it means like, it's like it's a numbers game. It's like you have to give yourself enough uh, time to like actually get momentum or get the yes. Like you can't just expect. Well, they say an overnight success is 15, 20 years in the making, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't a lot of times happen overnight. You know, even if you get those certain wins, like I got the win on, on you know, why not Young and the Restless? But then it's like, okay, then it's like you fall down and have to get back up again because that's not you know, it's like one step forward, two steps back, right? Mm -hmm. You just have to have perseverance to keep going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What was a moment for you where you're like, wow, this is actually happening? Like, um, you know, I, my manager called me and he's like, I've got this audition for you. It's this kind of action adventure show called The Philanthropist on NBC. And Jeannie Backrack's casting it. And I had never read for her before. And it was like, one, two, three, go. It was like same day audition, like memorize your stuff. Let's go, you know? And um, I, I don't know. I had just dyed my hair blonde. I know that sounds so weird. Like I'm not really a great blonde, but yeah. I had, I had, I had to do it for this other job and I was feeling really off and really insecure uh -huh. about it. No, you know? totally. They had fried my hair. Oh, like my geez. scalp was oh, like peeling worst. off and whatever. Anyway, yeah. I was like, all right, screw it. I'm just going to go in for this audition because it seems like it could be good. And uh, she read me, gave me an adjustment, gave me another adjustment. So I did it three times, totally different ways. And I left. No idea, right? You just leave the audition. You just let it go. And uh, my manager called me at like six o'clock. He's like, your passport's up to date, right? I'm like, yeah. He goes, that job that you went in on, you booked. He's like, you leave for South Africa on Sunday. I was like, what? <laughs> it was a Friday. I was oh. like, oh, um, okay. And I, I remember going to the airport and I remember, I like a, a Paolo Coelho. I can never say his last name. Co Coelho? Yeah. Coelho. Yes. Paolo Coelho. Um, he was the author of The Alchemist, a bunch of different yes. books. And there was this book that kind of popped out at me um, at the airport. It was called The Winner Stands Alone because I was like so scared. Like right. I felt like I had won 
you know, right. because I, I'm, I'm now going to do a show for NBC and it's, you know, with James Perfoy and Nev Campbell and it's in South Africa and what? Yeah. And I'm traveling there all by myself. And so wow. um, that was a point when I felt like I had, you know, reached a point where, where I, I had been wanting that for so long, you know? Yeah. But I was also petrified and also so scared and, and like just freaked out because I was alone. Uh-huh. Traveling oh. across the world, right? Oh, my gosh. So what was it like when you like got on the job? Like how long were you there for? I was there for a month. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was amazing. I mean, you know, I it was it was wild because I had a lot of I, I was filming, but then I on the downtime, a lot of the other actors and whatnot had different schedules, so we couldn't really hang out. So I ended up get, uh, making friends with my massage therapist. <laughs> yeah. And she took me out the wine tasting in Stellenbosch, and I went out to Robin Island, and I saw Nelson Mandela's jail cell and just explored and, and, and you know, it's the most beautiful country, but yeah. there's so much political unrest between the blacks and the browns and the whites. And I visited the townships and I saw yeah. you know, so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. So then after that, you come home and you just get a gig right away or what? what's... No. Then I went dry again. I okay. thought like, oh, yeah, this is great. I'm off to the races again. Couldn't book a job to save my life. It took me probably another eight months, nine months after that. So in, book another job. In yeah. the in-between, what do you do? Do you work? Cry. No, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, geez. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a creator, right? Yeah. So we just keep creating. Uh-huh. Like right now I'm working on a children's book. So just I don't remember what specifically I worked on during that time, but I'm also in yeah. equestrian, so I like to like that's my therapy in a way. Yeah. Um and then just to 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 write and to create or to produce or you know, get yeah. into something. Yeah. So that that's what I, you know, cuz it's it's staying busy and keeping busy and and and, and involving yourself in something so that way it's not you're not sitting there watching the clock or checking the right. phone or whatever, driving yourself crazy. Right. You know, right. it's it's like the period of my life where I was single. I or or I went through a heartbreak for a minute, and I was like, okay, I got to keep busy because right. it's like because otherwise I'm going to drive myself crazy. Yeah. You know, and so okay, so talk to me a little bit about equestrian riding. Like I've been, yeah, I've been riding since I was like this big. Oh, wow. You know, since I was just, it's like in my blood. Um, I've ridden everything from, you know, Western to hunter jumper to side saddle to dressage to saddle seat. And um, I was actually asked to be a jockey, to become a jockey. And they wanted to make me like the Danica Patrick of, of horse racing. But I went down and I visited uh, with some of the trainers and I went to the barn and I talked to some of the other jockeys. And they're like, it's not if you're going to get hurt, it's when. You know, and it's a pretty wild ride because you have to, there's a tremendous amount of pressure to make weight mm -hmm. because you have to be like a 106 strip to your buck 20 with attack, you know, and you have to weigh in. So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of them end up getting into to cocaine or drugs or whatnot just because they have to make weight, but they're also lifting weights because they're controlling a 1200 pound animal wow you know? so you have to be so strong but yeah. so lean right right 
Um, so I was just like, man, ah, I don't know if this is for me. I think I'm just going to keep riding, but I don't think I want to go into the race world as a jockey. Right. Yeah. 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 So I passed and I just kind of, you know, so you just kept, kept it as a love and, yeah. And um, did you did you have falls? Did you all the time? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I used to jump like six foot jumps, and like one time I I didn't give my horse enough leg, and so I went over the jump, and my horse didn't. <laughs> I've had a lot of those. I've had a million falls. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Um, I'd love to get into like barrel racing or do some cutting or something yeah. like that. Yeah, you're a wild, you're a wild one. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah, yeah I have a rebellious streak for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know? Oh my gosh. Like I said, I'm a tomboy girly girl, so I like you know I know how to ride tractors and three wheelers. Yeah. I gotta share something with you. One of the greatest keys to my success, especially early on, was that I learned how to become an effective communicator. I learned how to present in front of a room. I learned how to convey a message to people that really made people lean in. And I know that I know if I wouldn't have invested in myself and learned how to effectively communicate, to be honest, we wouldn't even be here right now. So with that being said, how much have you invested in your communication skills? Like if you're really looking to grow your business, you're gonna need to go live. You're gonna probably maybe need to take a stage at some point, or maybe you just wanna like wow the crowd at a wedding that you're in. It doesn't matter. What matters is, is that you learn how to effectively communicate. And throughout the years, I've been asked so many times, can you train me? Can you mentor me on speaking? And now the answer is absolutely freaking yes. I am doing an effective communication masterclass. It's gonna be about three hours long, up to four for those of you that wanna go to a new level. And if you're really looking to unleash your potential as an effective communicator, I am going to teach you how to speak with confidence and convey your ideas, how to become more memorable and stand out with storytelling in your talks, how to present your business opportunity with prestige. Because let's just face it, you must, especially in today's economy. So this is a special event I'm having it's virtual, anyone in the world can join. You might be thinking, is this even in my budget? How am I gonna make this work? Well, let me tell you, all of this is going to be less than one tank of gas in California, okay? And if you don't know what that is, um, let me just say, it's gonna, the entire masterclass is less than one cup of coffee from your favorite barista, okay? You can't afford not to do it. And so if this is something you're leaning in saying, yes, 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 then register now at itfactorexperience.com, itfactorexperience.com and reserve your seat and I will see you there. So how has that been like growing, being in LA? Like It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great because you kind of have the best of both here, right? Yeah. Yeah, you do have that. We can go to Malibu, we can go ride, there's the equestrian center, or you can, you know, go to Grauman's and get dude it up and yeah. 
try to look pretty. Yeah. Yeah. How has it been like finding or having friends here? Like in the industry, do you have industry friends or? Yeah, I have. I've been lucky enough to, in, in a lot of people, a lot of my friends have moved away, uh-huh. unfortunately. Since um, COVID? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and so that's been tricky. So I still maintain those friendships, but it's different when they're long distance. I know. Um, you know, it's I'm 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 for the girls, you know, and so I love you know empowering women and 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 women who are empowered and and who inspire me. Um, but I think, you know, sometimes here it's a little fly by night. I think sometimes, you know, it's it's some relationships are kind of more fair weather yeah yeah you know and i like real yeah the depth which totally me too i grew up in the midwest yeah and so yeah Mm -hmm. if it's surface i'm like yeah it's not gonna like yeah and it's we live in a transient area you know what i mean people are coming and going and i just wondered like in your industry like you know, have you had to guard yourself from certain things or? Well, you sometimes ju- you don't know why people want to be friends with you, right? Sometimes there yeah. might be ulterior motives. I've seen it all. I've mm-hmm. been through it all, you know, you, mm-hmm. you can tell. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Where do you? Not f- always right, but I think I, I have a pretty good gut. Yeah. 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 And so do you just not entertain that if it's like going to yeah. go? Yeah. I mean, I'd rather have, I'd rather have quant quality over quantity. Yep. Yeah. No, I agree. And I totally relate to you. We had a lot of friends move out or move, you know, during COVID and you're like, no, nah, they all went to Texas. <laughs> I know. Florida, Texas, Nashville. Florida, yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> back, I know. I know. Oh my God. I will come and see you. Yeah. So w- where do you find your fulfillment? You know, because here, here's what I think. And there's so many listeners even if they're not an actress, they can relate, right? Yeah. They're trying to build yeah. their thing. Right, right, and right. I don't care what you do. It's highs and lows. And for me, I've had to learn like not to let my highs be too high and my lows be too low. Like right. I need to be the rock in the river. I got to mm-hmm. be steady Eddie over here because otherwise I'm going to get taken out. Oh, Yeah. You know, no, I mean, I've dealt with anxiety and depression and PTSD and, you know, every color, PTSD, every letter PTSD of the alphabet from, from what <laughs> well, just um, past relationships. I was in a relationship with a, 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 a very narcissistic personality, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, How many years know. was that? almost three three too long too long but I didn't understand it when I was in it you never do yeah so I think I kind of you know went into it with a very open heart and I ended up getting like really screwed up Uh uh-huh it does it screws you up so we recently released a narcissist episode with a specialist she has a book on how to slay the bully Oh, wow. Uh, and, okay. And this is one of the things her and I were talking about is like when you're in it, because they're so good at manipulating and mind effing you, you think you're the problem. Like yeah. you're like, like the Taylor Swift song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. But you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yes. It's just all, yeah. So how, okay. So three years of hell, 
How did you break out of that? It wasn't all three years of hell. At was first, it? I thought this was like the most magical adventure of my life, you know, and everything was amazing. And it was going to be this fairy tale. And it ended up being a nightmare. Oh, God. Uh, like hell on earth. Uh, so yeah. what made you go like, I'm done? Well, uh, I ended up getting locked out of the condo that we lived in. So. Oh, my God. I would be like, what? Yeah. It was your stuff. So I never really had closure. Mm. Yeah, my stuff was still there. Oh, my word. Like I was going home, like I was going to change for a casting. And then um, I go up to to open the door and it like the lock wasn't turning over and um so I go downstairs and and I was like hey you know there's something going on my key's not working can you send maintenance or can you can you can you help me and the 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 security guy goes um miss I'm sorry to tell you this but you no longer have access to this building what yeah and then my stuff was sent to like this storage unit not even like a normal storage unit it was like freddy krueger could have lived there it was like there was no floor like it was like dirt uh-huh and there was no light oh my god so you're just supposed to get your stuff and like quickly sign a lease somewhere else while exactly so there was no closure mm -mm. did you ever get to have like a sit down with him or mm -mm. what Mm -mm. I'm so sorry. This is very traumatic. Mm -hmm. Like, holy moly. Yeah. No, uh, he went into a very public relationship right after that. And it was, uh, it was, it was tough. Do you feel like he just couldn't face the music? He couldn't deal with conflict? Yeah. Oh, I think that there was things underneath the surface for for a long time, and I think I think there there's a lot of issues there. You know, he would always he had, he had a lot of money, and he would always say, you know, oh, I'm, like, babe, like I'm so empty and hollow and alone, and like make me feel really bad, and always want me to be there for him, uh -huh. you know. And then I would feel bad for him because. I have a kind heart and I wanted him to be, to feel better. And so right. then I would go to where he was because he was like putting this guilt trip on me. And then I would miss auditions or I'd miss shoots or I'd miss things, you know. Um, but it was always me kind of being there for him and, mm -hmm. and I was, ended up suffering for it. Yeah. It wasn't um, reciprocated. Right. Like it wasn't like, you're my queen. Let's have a healthy relationship. It was. Let's build something. Yeah. It was, it was more, no, you're here for me. Ah. Like, I'm the king. Oh, God. How have you recovered from this? I don't know. Or is it an ongoing process? Are you still? Day by day. Day by day. Have you met anyone since that has been great or hashtag worth it? <laughs> <laughs> You know, we live in LA, so it's a yeah. slightly challenging. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I've met a few people along the way. One of them ended up being a really bad alcoholic, so that oh. was there was that. Um, 
another one, a long distance relationship. And mm -hmm. so that's, you know, mm -hmm. TBD. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, but I would love that. Yeah. I would love. I love love. I, uh, amen, girl. What, what, what have you done to like minister to your heart or like try to heal through this traumatic? This is traumatic. It is, I, I'm so sorry. First of all, I'm so sorry. It's not just like we're over. I mean, that's a, that's a. I feel like we're in like in a therapy session. I'm like, oh, I'm but a I'm, mess. <laughs> I, you're a beautiful mess. And you know what? You're ministering to a lot of people right now because we've all had rejection and sometimes it's so loud and it's in your face and it's so in this weird way. So I had rejection when I was born because my dad left my mom to care for me and he wanted a boy and I was a girl. And so like that spirit of rejection plagued me for so long. Did of, you feel that? Like yeah, growing up, did like you feel? I've, I felt like, like I, I felt, you didn't want me. Exactly. I felt a void and I felt like I had to achieve to get love. And so I, I had to get that spirit off of me and know that I am love. I, I, no person is ever going to fulfill you, sustain you. You're already worth it. And it's, you are. Do you go to church? I go to Oceans. Oceans in... In Orange County. Do you know that's where we go to church? No. Yes. With Pastor Mark. What? When did you start going there? Um, like earlier this summer. Oh my gosh. Seriously? Why have I never met you? I don't know, but we, we need to sit together. This is so cool. That's so weird. I was going to say you should come with that. That How has it been since you started going? That's great. It's and just magical. It's like my friend brought me there. Well, I had went to Stagecoach and my friend was like, I met this guy and he's like, you need to just come with me. He's like, this church is not like anything else. And he didn't really tell me, you know, and I was used to, like I grew up Catholic and I went to like kind of more of a traditional um a traditional church, so to speak. Same. And, yeah. you know, but I went to catechism and I ended up quitting catechism. I was so rebellious, you know, I'm Same. like, I don't want to be made to do anything. I don't feel relieved of my sins, like, you know, going in and doing confession and everything. I'm like, mom, I want to quit. Like, I'd rather just like learn voices and like watch cartoons and do like my own creative thing right. yeah. on the weekends and not go. And so like I stopped. And so anyway, this was like a reintroduction back into church when my friend brought me to Oceans. And the first, and I was kind of like, well, all right, let's go. Like I was kind of reluctant, but I was like, okay, let's just give it a go. And uh, it was like the best experience of my life. And it was like no other church that I've ever been to. I agree. Oh my God. You know, I didn't know that so much love and so much inspiration and so much, so many miracles and magic could come underneath that tent. Right. You can feel the Holy Spirit under that That's tent. wild. It is wild. That is so. It's like a vibrational energy. This, this, I mean, it's like nothing else. Mm-hmm. 
Oh my goodness, this is so cool. Do you go to the nine o'clock or the 11? 11. Okay, this is why. I don't we, get up early enough okay. on Sundays. Okay, we're, we're, we're making you get up at 11. Yeah, yeah. Well, because I live in LA, yeah, so like the, I have to drive, yeah, you know, unless the, I stay at a friend's or something yes, down there. Yes, this but. is so cool. This is. So you guys go to the nine o'clock. Yes. Okay. And we started going in like February and okay. it's, it's just been. So not long before me, yeah, really. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And how, like, how has it been? What have you discovered from going there? Um, I think a strength, an inner strength Yeah. that I never, maybe that I needed to re- reconnect with. Yeah. Yeah. Rediscover. Mm-hmm. Uh, community. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, during COVID and I think with the strike and everything else, I think it can be very isolating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, the life of an actor can be, they, you know, everybody thinks, oh, it's glitz and glam and whatnot, but it's, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of loneliness because you're, you know, preparing your, your craft and, and, and what you're to do. And you're kind of alone in that process or now we don't even go in for auditions. And so it's like, everything is self-tape. And so you're alone doing that again. Oh. Right. So I think, you know, to have that sense of community, uh, mm-hmm. can be very, inspiring and very grounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not meant to do it alone. Right. And even if you are an independent woman or your self-discipline, and, and that's what I constantly have to tell myself that because I am an independent, like yeah. I could, I could be with my book and like <laughs> the, you know, like yeah. in my house with my coffee and I am so happy and yeah. like days can go by and it's like, no, no, you should really like go to coffee with a friend or yeah, you really need to get out of the house. You actually like- kind of need people, Emily, because <laughs> I love to think and do and cr- same with, I'm a creative. But it's balanced yeah, though, because sometimes you need to go inward in order to, yeah. to, you know, expand. Yeah. So, but it's balanced, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think for me with my faith, it's really made me understand like I'm already worth it. I'm already every it's, it's, I already have all of everything I need. Right. Right. Where when I wasn't focusing on my faith, I was constantly looking for the outside validation. Right. And that's so soul sucking, you know? Mm -hmm. And so well, it's a world, you know, it's like, oh, Instagram, how many followers? What's this? What's that? It's this yeah. whole outside validation type of world that we live in, mm-hmm. which a lot of the times is not healthy for your mental state. No, no, right? not at all. It's a, you're looking for the applause of people you don't even know. Yeah. And meanwhile, you're suffering in silence. Right. It's awful. Right. Oh, I love, uh, this is so cool. And for those of you listening, Oceans is a non-denominational church you can watch online or come join us in OC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so cool. I got to get up earlier. Yeah. The nine yep. with you. <laughs> okay. We'll just get you extra coffee. You let me know. Okay. And speaking of like coffee. Okay. So. Um, I'm that gonna, was my horse that yeah. I rode. I just went on a, a, a sorry to interrupt no. you. No. But I was like, oh, my horse, coffee. Oh, I went on uh, this uh, this place called Horizon Horse back. They invited me to go on a safari in Botswana. And um, I flew into South Africa again. I have this weird thing with Africa. Yeah. But anyway, my horse's name was Coffee that I did this like five hours, six hours a day for like an so entire cool. week in Africa. So cool. I've, but, been, yeah. I've done work in Uganda. Oh, wow. I love Africa. Yeah. There's nothing like the safari. 
Oh yeah. Uh, Have you got? Did you go on a safari there? Uh huh. <gasps> on horseback? No, I was like in a open uh, truck kind truck of thing. thing where the lions were roaming yeah. and the giraffes were popping their head in, and you yeah. were not at Disney, and it was like. Okay. Like, they, they can I mean, get to and this they was, can come pretty close. This was late night going and the guys were and I thought it was like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make like I'm gonna do a whole thing with this. So I wore this like dress thing with this straw hat and I'm in this thing. And <laughs> You're like I'm playing like the safari part. Right? I mean I needed butt pads because we were bouncing so high in this this <laughs> Oh yeah, and, and I was like, okay, I am scared right now. Like, you know, <laughs> like, but am it, I gonna die? But it was exhilarating at the same time. You know, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. So what? I, what I wanted to ask you, and why it was like coffee, coffee. is like you like you you look amazing. Like you've you've obviously you have to be in shape for what you do as a rider, as a model, as an actress. Has Girl, I was not in shape for that Africa trip. You, Let me tell you, you speaking were, of butt pads, yeah, yeah. I was hurting. Advil yeah. was my best friend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I bet. oh my yeah. God. There was no amount of preparation that I could have done for, for that. Six hours a day for a week straight out in the bush in Africa. It was oh my gosh. legit. Wow. Yeah. So what do you do for your, your health regime, your beauty regime? You're, like, you're on the cover of beauty magazines, like... Yeah, I, yeah. I just found out we got the cover of Vogue coming up. So, so yeah. yes, yeah. queen. Yeah, yes, good. We got to go down to Mexico to shoot that coming up. Uh. Um, but yeah, no. I mean, look, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm like that Rolling Stones song, "No Satisfaction." I feel like it's never good enough. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like I could always do more, or be better. Um, I think that you know, I try to to live every day in a healthy way, right? Like oh, just beautiful. simple things, sweat once a day, Yeah, whatever it is, yeah. you know, could be riding horses, could be going for a walk, could be going for a yeah. run, could be going for a swim, could be doing Pilates, like yeah. whatever, just something, sweat once a day. Mm -hmm. I try to eat a, a Mediterranean diet, like very, you know, healthy. Same. Try to be healthy. Yeah. But then sometimes, listen, if you, you know, want to go yeah. to like Jelena and have a piece of pizza, sometimes yeah. you got to do it. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> Has it ever been hard for you in in the Hollywood scene? Have you ever had a problem with it? Or like, have you ever I tried to... i never had like bulimia or anorexia yeah. or anything like that. You know, I think more as a kid... I never grew, like, I never got to do runway because I never grew to be, you know, six feet tall. So my world was always more like lifestyle, print, editorial, that yeah. kind of thing, um, which I think lends itself to a little bit of a more healthy, totally. um, you know, way to go about yes. things because you don't have to be way skinny. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think that there was a lot more pressure when I was very young mm -hmm. and i think the climate's kind of changed a bit more isn't that now. refreshing it's refreshing but i also think that it kind of goes too far the other direction as well i Unhealthy. think we need to be in the yeah, middle totally you know i no, think we I, need to be healthy I, yeah. and, and body positive but in in a healthy way 100 and i meant that in a healthy way not the opposite side of the spectrum. Yeah. 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 Being obese is not healthy either. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Love yourself. Love, love the skin you're in. But I think that there has to be a balance mm -hmm. with it. It can't mm -hmm. be too far to the left or too far mm -hmm. to the right, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So, something you said about like, you know, I just sweat or move. Like for me, like when I just had that flow mindset and it wasn't so like, 
I have to work out at the gym yeah. for, yeah. you know, I used to be like that. I was like, I got to be at Equinox and I got to do my, yeah. you turned to a freaking psycho, psycho, right? literally psycho. Yeah. And I was like, I have to do my three mile run and this and that. And I actually yeah. look better today yeah. with a flow state, yeah. lower cortisol. Yeah, because you tax your adrenals if you're like going nuts and your cortisol level is out of whack. Everything it's just, is... we're not men, you know, we're not right. linebackers. Right. And so I just, I got to say that because I get so many messages about like health, fitness, whatever. And it's just like, just move. Just and, move. And don't put so much stress, which is going to make you inflamed. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. like, you know, mix in some yoga. Mix right. In, or do like yoga lattes. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, girl, or, do, or walk. Yeah. If you don't feel like going to the gym or doing anything, just get outside and just walk. walk. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Move. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so good. I, I want to switch gears on something yeah. so deep that happened in 20, what, 2019 was COVID? Was, yes. yes. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, 12-12, 2019. I was like one of the earliest cases. Um, okay. It was, it came on so far, so hard and so fast and so strong. And it, like, I just wasn't feeling good. And I went to urgent care downtown and they're like, oh, you have strep, you know, sent me home with a Z-Pack and, um, I really didn't feel good. And then I booked another, or I, I went to this premiere. I did the carpet with my other girlfriend who is an actor. And then we went downstairs. I told her, I said, Layla, like, I think I need to like lay down on the floor. You know, sometimes when you don't feel yeah. good, you feel hot. You just yeah. need like a cold, yes. something like a cold yeah. floor. It's like that what my dog you... does with his belly on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like your dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, just let me lay down. She's yeah. like, this is not good. Like there's a director and producer and a cast and everybody coming in. Like you can't like lay down on the floor floor this is kind of weird here you know let's get you an uber and get you home went home i had booked a job uh for mgm an mgm commercial the next day and i was supposed to drive back because i needed my car and uh i woke up and i felt like i couldn't walk and i actually had my uncle rob my my brother lives in vegas and I had my uncle Rob fly in to help him because he was having a kidney he had kidney stones and he was getting them blasted and uh, he ended up having to come. He flew in, drove my car back. He wasn't even there for my brother's deal. He came to get me. I was like, I got very sick on the way back. They had an IV drip waiting for me when I got to Vegas. Um, I felt a little bit better, but like at 2 o'clock in the morning, I, I woke my brother up and I go, we got to go to the hospital. I said, I, I think I'm going to die. He's like, oh, you know, get your boots on get your coat on da, da, da. and I'm like you don't understand I'm gonna, like I'm gonna die we gotta go it was it was like chilly it was and you know December 12th it yeah. was winter time in the desert and ran me over to the closest hospital I went inside and by the time he was he had he dropped me off to go um, park the car and he said it was like a scene out of a movie he said all of these people were like running down to the end of this hallway that was illuminated the one room was, was was the only room that was illuminated and he saw this girl get on top of me and she was like pumping 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 away and he saw the things go and then gone three minutes three minutes done finally she no heartbeat I guess her name, he, my brother found out her name was Ruby. And she's the one that got on top of me pumping, pumping, pumping. And she finally got the heartbeat back. They transferred me from St. Rose to San Martin. 
and uh, I had complete organ failure. They had to induce coma, um, cut a pericardial window, uh, put two lung tubes in my sides, and I was there for like a month. I didn't get discharged until New Year's, until New Year's, so almost just under a month. And uh, like my mom flew in from New York, and they couldn't tell her that I was going to make it. They didn't know. And uh, it was pretty crazy. I, I left the hospital at 90 pounds. What? And I had to relearn how to walk. <gasps> I couldn't walk. Um, I had to relearn everything. I couldn't really work, you know? It was right. like, how, how do I even get back into life? And your, like, your energy. How could you even have the energy to, like, go through the day? Yeah, it was weird. It was, it was, it was, it was definitely challenging because my mind was there. Like I had such a strong spirit, you know, and like this drive from, I don't know where, but my body was just. Oh my gosh. And it was weird because then all of a sudden I started seeing numbers, like numerical patterns, you know, like I would see like in one day I would see like. Four, 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 five, 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 eleven, eleven. Like, but like, so much that I would like notice it. Yeah, yeah. It was like evident that. Yeah, it's just very weird, you know. And 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 then I was like, okay, well, you know, he didn't let me go just yet. He right? didn't. And so, why? Right. Right. Like, what am I here for? What am I? What's here my for? purpose? And yeah. so have you had any answers with that? I don't know. I'm still, you know, I guess maybe this is part of it. Maybe every day is, is part of it, you know? How have you, like, changed the way you live day to day? Is Do you feel, like, a more sense of gratitude? Do you feel oh, yeah. more peaceful? Uh, no, I don't feel more peaceful, actually, you at all. I yeah. feel like... Like, I want to do everything. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> I feel like, you know, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm trying to find out why I'm here and what I'm to do. And I feel like I don't take any one day for granted. Um, and, and, you know, you just really realize that every day is a gift. And there's such a tremendous amount of, of, of beautiful people and adventures and mm-hmm. and. And, and things to do and ways to give back, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, it, it, just to even think, like, three minutes you were flatlined. Three yeah. minutes. Yeah. And God gave you a second chance. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't your time. And now you're, you're, you're on this. And we all are. I don't care who you are or what you do. We're all we're all living this life where we're like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, and but I but I it's really when you have the courage though to lean in and go make it known, reveal it to me. Right. And sometimes it doesn't come like, ooh, today right, right in your face, but it comes through different ways. It comes through signs, miracles, and wonders. Yeah. And your um, is a miracle what happened to you. And something needed to happen to shake, and it's shaking you to make you come alive in a different way. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always say people are portals and sometimes God sends earthly angels to us where it's like somebody says something or introduces you to a great a great place of worship, oceans. And it's like, if you really look at what's happened since the flat line, it's like he's arranging all the earthly angels, all the things, you know? Yeah. And you don't know how things are going to come about, right? right? Um, like, I think that somebody from Dr. Amon's clinic referred me to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you to me or whatever. Yeah. And uh, you can't write that. No. You can't predict that, you know? And so things just, like you say, maybe there's a greater plan. There is a greater plan. And it's, it's learning to trust. Trust. It's trust. And whether you know it consciously or not, I feel like you've had to trust this whole career, everything you're doing. like Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I always said, like, oh, no, like, if people go to Vegas, I'm like, oh, no, I'm not a gambler. Like, I don't, you yeah. know, whatever. But truly, like, I gamble with my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. With my career, with everything, because nothing is guaranteed. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone right now that's, like, they feel like they want to do something, but they haven't taken that next step? Like, they just their head hits the pillow every night and they're like, who was that quote by? It was like, you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. MLK baby. Neil Donald Walsh or no Martin Martin Luther King. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that, you know, there's a little bit of solace in that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. I'm so proud of you for showing up and, and sharing your vulnerability, because I know that your vulnerability is your strength, truly, and you're leaning into it right now. And I'm so excited to see what God is going to do in your life in this new season. And I mean, come on, she's got the cover of Vogue, but she's also doing so much more. And so where can people find you? Um, I mean, I'm just, I'm on Instagram. Okay. Danielle Basanova on Instagram. Yeah. That's kind of my one and only really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What's next on the horizon for you? Um, well, I'm doing a children's book about my grandmother's from Prague, Praha. And, uh, you know, it was, she was the only, most of my family is in aviation, but she was the one artist in, in my family. And so without her journey to America and her search of freedom, um, and her desire for more, I wouldn't be here. And so I turned her into a bear and, uh, I, I called it the adventures of Boppy Bear. Oh but I want to do like a, you know, I want to do like I was very inspired by that one uh, that won the Oscar. Was it called the 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 horse, the the boy, the fox and the mole or something? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. There's like four words in there. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful story. But I would love to do, you know, a, a film version of Boppy and an and ongoing children's book series and mm. maybe do a merch line and yeah. you know, create a world okay. around it. Um, but then right before the break, I did, uh, uh, I know it's such a juxtaposition, but I did <laughs> Darkness of Man, which is a action adventure with movie with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Awesome. And I play Sandra Whitaker in that. So that's in post. And then hopefully the strike will end and there'll be more 
work to come. Yes. I want to get on uh, like a Yellowstone type of show, yes. or like a Marvel type of show, okay. or superheroes, something like that. So. Let's speak it out. Speak it out. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, girlfriend. Thank you. Thank you for showing up big, and I'm going to be following you and supporting you along the way. Likewise. And uh, cannot wait for all that's to come, and you're creating your future, and I love it. So thank you. You're amazing. <laughs>